good. This team's been crumpling. Is it what are how how far back are they in the wild card? Like two games. Well, that's not bad. How many? Well, there's only what ten games left. Uh like 14, 15. Okay. And is that two yeah. games with the second wild card spot? Yeah, first? well they're both wild card spots are together. So the Yankees, Red Sox, and Rays, or not Rays, Blue Jays are all within like three games of each other. Damn, I can't imagine watching with you a, a Yankees Red Sox one game playoff. Sorry. No, you're Gucci. I take it something didn't go well. Uh, yeah, Anthony Rizzo just hit a very long foul ball just outside of the foul pole. Dang. Yeah, I haven't. I mean, I've watched a little bit of baseball over here, but Detroit has – I don't think Detroit's done as bad as what people thought this year. But, yeah. like, I think people were like, oh, they're only going to win 45 games, and I think they're sitting at 73 right now, so – yeah, they're not playing bad, all things considered. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see tonight with the uh, with the Lions. But but uh, but no, yeah, the four days over here. So this week's like the Korean version of Thanksgiving. So when they do the four days over right. here, it's the four days are Saturday through Tuesday. So just Saturday, nice. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So I was like, my. Basically, haven't worked in months. Damn. Okay. <laughs> I don't blame. Well, that's what happens when you get those. Basically, you go to schools. That's what it feels like. Yeah, I start on Thursday. Yeah, that's like when I got when I got here and I started doing stuff. I was like, basically, really, I probably didn't do really much like staff work and ever since I left loyalty. So I got here in like July and I was like, wait, how do I use Excel again? Like, <laughs> but, but no, that's what I was thinking. You know what? Might as well jump on, do it, do a pod as we're watching, watching this game. Hopefully I, who knows with the lions, you know, between the, uh, I don't know who's, who makes me more, more worried, the lions or the Buckeyes. Uh, if I were you, I'd be more worried about the Buckeyes because we know who the Lions are. <laughs> they're rebuilding. They're, they're not going to be especially great. Now, the Buckeyes, you need to, you know, make sure they get into the playoff. Yeah. Well, this is what I told folks. Let me pull up. I, I always forget you have Twitter, but I don't know if you saw this. Um, I put this on Twitter the other day. I didn't put it on Facebook. Because there's just too many clowns. I didn't feel like arguing with folks. Um, let me go see. Look at through. Basically, it was like my hypothetical playoff scenario. So, yeah, so this is – I put this. So, at the end of the season, you've got these six teams. Undefeated Alabama, SEC champion. You have Georgia, one loss, which is to Alabama. There's two. Your third team, Oregon, undefeated Pac-12 champion. Your fourth team is Clemson. Your one loss is to Georgia, ACC champion. And then your fifth team is Iowa. They only have one loss, which is to Wisconsin, Big Big Ten champion. Which which of those two teams is getting is getting put out? Um. So, so my thought right now is you, you can't count out 
you can't count on Georgia only having one loss. You can't count on Clemson only having one loss. Yeah, Clemson probably wins out for the rest of their season. But I, I don't know. I think the fact that Ohio State lost in week two is going to be okay for them as long as they don't lose again. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, do they play Iowa this year? Uh, no, they, they don't. Not until right. – it wouldn't be until – but the thing is, too, Penn State does. So, I, I mean, for whatever that's worth. Yeah, but, I mean, Penn State's not super reliable. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's very clear that Ohio State missed Justin Fields in these first three weeks. But oh, no kidding! I uh, it's still still Ohio State. Even even the game the other day, uh, I had so what I do here, I just have my TV, and then I'll I'll open up two browsers, so I'll have a game on. I'll put on the TV, and then I'll have one that I have on the computer screen. So I had the mm-hmm. volume and the Florida the volume to the Florida Alabama game and had that on the big TV and the Ohio state game on the side actually didn't have the Ohio state game on at first. Like, Oh, they're playing Tulsa. I put on, I can't remember. There was another kind of somewhat big game in the three thirty slate. And then I checked my, my phone and Ohio state was only winning by like a touchdown. I was like, ah, geez. Okay. So I threw the Ohio state game on and even just anytime I would look like the, like Chris Olave didn't have a single pass or didn't have a single catch. And I saw somebody tweeted. They're like, usually if like you have a receiver like Chris Olave, who doesn't have a uh, a single catch, it's probably because you have an issue at quarterback. Yeah, I mean that it's tough, but I, you really got to think like you know you know I really wasn't high on Dwayne Haskins, but Dwayne Haskins was a good college quarterback, and Justin Fields was a good college quarterback, but. Ohio State doesn't have the best track record of having good quarterbacks, you know, under center for them. Yeah. They, they kind of got lucky the last couple of years because they had, you know, some talent back there. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm drawing a blank. I feel like an idiot who trying to forget who played before Dwayne Haskins. Oh, JT Barrett. I'm an idiot. Yeah. I was going to say JT Barrett. I was like, yeah, I was like, draw totally. Totally drawn a blank, but I don't know. I was pretty impressed with uh, – uh, I think Florida definitely held their own. That's another team you could throw in there now where it's like, what happens if Florida beats Georgia? I just I, – I don't know. It, it's – again, it's Emory Jones. It's not – I don't think Emory Jones is good at all. Yeah. Um, to be honest, he's not going to be an NFL quarterback. And I don't even think he's barely serviceable as a college quarterback. You know, he's, he's certainly better than he was last year. At least he throws the ball more. But, you know, it, and the way Dan Mullins insists upon doing this two-quarterback system, it really drives me crazy because, you know, what, what's the point? You, you, you don't have one guy you're developing and, like, you know, leaving in there and saying, hey, this is our guy. You have two guys and – each one of them is constantly looking over their shoulder to see if they're going to get taken out. Yeah, exactly. So it's just not a good way to play. Well, that's you what know, they you don't have a guy that can go in and like take those shots because he's afraid if he throws a pick, he's going to get taken out. Yeah, I mean, that's what the one part they were talking before the pregame. game. They're like, "Yeah, we don't know if that number fifteen is going to play. I forget his name." Because I yeah, guess he maybe had some type of injury, but I guess he was like doing backflips on the field before the game. So, like, what? <laughs> I was like, my goodness. But yeah, who knows? That Auburn Penn State, that kind of that's basically what I expected. But 
I tell this with folks like with Ohio State, like if they were to win out, I, I would think they, they would have a good chance with their resume. They would probably, let's say they would end up beating a two-loss Penn State team. Let's say Penn State gets beat by Iowa. They potentially beat a one-loss Michigan team with Michigan's only one loss to Penn State. But I don't know if Michigan plays Iowa in the regular season this year. So so you're looking at a loss against a win against two loss Penn State, um, a, a win against one loss Michigan, potentially a win against a good two loss Michigan State team, um, Michigan State losing to Penn State and Michigan, uh, and then a win against undefeated Iowa. So I, I think that they're the car. If that, I think at that point, if they were to win all those games and beat those teams, that they would show that, hey, we're a different team than the team that played week two at Oregon. I just don't know the way that the way the chips fall this year could be the, the opportunity for the most playoff chaos too. you know, with yeah. a couple good one loss teams. Cause you gotta think of Oregon goes undefeated, same with Oklahoma and like Alabama, boom, there's your three right there. Um, and then who's that next one loss that gets it? Is it one loss Clemson, one loss Ohio state, one loss Georgia. I mean, Holy crap. So. Yeah. Well, this is the this is the year that uh, you know shows that we need the six or eighteen playoff as opposed to the four. Yeah, I was listening. I so I haven't read into this a whole lot. I've just watched on the uh, on the Feinbaum show that I, I guess ever with Texas and Oklahoma coming to the SEC now, it's all with with the TV rights. Like I guess now, like because there's more that it just. Basically, there's a big issue, too, with, like, TV rights and universities. I don't know all the details of it. Basically, like, Paul Feinbaum, and now, obviously, he's got his ESPN bias, but he was saying that ever since that happened, Fox has just been absolutely throwing a fit because Fox is losing. I think all those games they have, Texas and Oklahoma, um, that they're no longer going to have them uh, starting next year. So there's a whole bunch of stuff. Those two, um, those two coming over to the SEC just threw a whole rut wrench and that whole plan yeah who's going to the big 12 to replace them um so there's four teams it's the nasty natty ucf um houston and byu okay and you won't ever it like even to like paul and a bunch of other people always said you won't you won't replace those brands but you you do you do the best you can i guess It almost seems like the Power Five just completely reorganized to the East Central West. Yeah, I, I'm always curious too to see this whole like the, the 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 alliance type deal. I think this will be talked about. The alliance is cool if like that guarantees that I can get like Ohio State, Clemson every year and like a home yeah. at home. You know. Yeah, it'd be interesting. But. Yeah, who knows? It's been a, well. The other day, you you mentioned I mentioned Cincinnati, um, so I woke up. Yeah, how are they number eight? That really surprised me this weekend. Yeah, I'm not sure. So I guess I mean I haven't really been paying that much attention to the rankings, but seeing Cincinnati as number eight was they uh, they got know. a lot of pieces coming back from their team last year. Okay. Um, let's see. And they won their conference last year. Right? Yeah. And then you, I, do, I, I don't know if you remember when you came over for New Year's Day that Georgia kicker basically had to sell a soul to the devil to make that 
that kick as time expires, like a 54-yarder or something. Do you remember that? Yeah. So, yeah, who knows? Let's see. Jordan Frank. Sorry, fellas. Still down with the fans. Damn. R.I.P. Yeah, no, that's what I, what I was thinking about this yesterday. It's like there's never like everyone's always busy. So I was like, you know what? Just to do this, it's like uh, just got to see who's on and throwing on. And if it's one person or five people, you know, who knows? I'm always here to, to, to talk and, and bullshit and all that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, shit. Who knows? How, how else is the rest of life down in uh, Augusta? Augusta. Dude, I'm doing nothing. I'm doing nothing. Dude, I went to Savannah over the weekend, going to Raleigh this weekend. So, the class starts Thursday for me. Nice. What you yeah. doing up in the RAL? Just the same shit? Yeah, just hanging out. Well, that's uh, not that you would, you would want to go, um, but uh, Clemson plays at NC State this weekend. That was not in the plans at the moment. <laughs> I don't know. You never know. I think Jordan got a uh, he got talked into going to the uh, NC State game this weekend with Eddie. You never know. Yeah, I know. I saw it. I was uh, yeah, I was down in girl Savannah, Georgia, hanging out with uh, my brother. Stayed out till not out, but. Stayed up till like four thirty in the morning. Damn. Okay. I don't it's think you, I don't think you and I have ever stayed out that late in Raleigh. No. We we closed it down, which everything closes down at three there, and then just went back and weren't done. Damn. What do you think of the What do you think of the Lions Unis tonight? The white on white. It looks good. Yeah, I, I do. I do like it. I like that look. Um, I don't know. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to kind of be on a revenge tour today. Yeah, that's what I'm worried. I, I didn't watch the other NFL games here, like so. I haven't messed with it a whole lot. Um, it, one, it's just like usually, like like for college games, like I wake up on a Sunday, even if I'm up early to watch games, but like to wake up to watch NFL games at like to get up at two, um, it just, it would, it just probably take too much of a toll on the, uh, on the work day. Um, yeah. like, so even with last week, like I, I set my alarm for four to get up, you know, make my coffee and stuff for the Alabama Georgia game at four 30. Uh, but mm-hmm. I woke up at like two fifteen to take a piss. And I saw that Indiana was beating Cincinnati 14, nothing. And Nebraska was only down seven three, so I was like, "Son of a bitch!" I was like, "I could go back to sleep," so I like went out and 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 uh, it just sat in the recliner and and, and put both those games on. So, in Indiana's yeah. not bad. I mean, we'll we'll see with with Cincinnati. Uh, oh, there we go. First down for the Lions. That's gonna be enough for another Falcon first down. Cool. Yeah, uh, I didn't watch the uh, the Saints Packers game last week because uh, the Giants were playing at the same time. Yeah, but and I watched the highlights later. It was not pretty at all. Um, and you know, Rodgers has got 
answering to do because does he actually want to play? And yeah. based on last week, I really can't say that he does. You know, he spent more time this past week. Yeah, and then watch this. He spent more time last week, you know, sitting on the bench than he did on the field. Yeah. Damn, okay. I don't know how much of a if there's a delay between your your stream and my stream. Uh there is. I'm ahead of you. You're ahead of me? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, Jared Goff. I think he's two for two and two nice looking passes. Yeah. Yep. I like, yeah, I like those white jerseys. I always, at some point, I want to get it. Well, here's the thing I just thought of, because this year I wanted to buy a, which I probably still will, a Jeff Akuda jersey. That guy used to play for Ohio State. He got hurt the first yep. game. I don't know if you saw that. Did he switch his number? Uh, Yeah, I believe to 23. I'm not sure. Right. I don't know if he, like, switched back to one. No, no. Or what, like what did he wear? Was it one at Ohio State? It was one at Ohio State that he wore, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, these white jerseys are, are cool. I just always – buying white jerseys, I just am always, you know, nervous about a stain, stain them or something. So. Yeah. Just you, what I want to get when I get back is a uh, a Browns uh, Denzel Ward jersey. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's the that's the same here. You mentioned it down Augusta. Like here, I always tell folks, like, life here is simple, but it's like not very exciting. Like, if I could combine the like the schedule in the workplace of here with like the social life I had in North Carolina, everything would be perfect. So life, bro. We get sent all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. But Let's see. Marketplace opens up in three days, so we'll see what happens. Figure out where I, I can get a one for one. Yeah, that's what. So I've even almost debated like, and I know you and I have talked about, uh, you know, potentially going back to division, whether it's you know the brigade I came from or you know going somewhere else and, and doing the rest of my time there. Um, but we'll 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 see what have, we'll just have to see what's available. So, yeah. The Lions got a nice little drive going. Yeah. So let's hope they can they can they can kind of punch in there. I didn't see much of the game. I, I don't know much about the the 49ers, but yeah, last week's game I woke up and it was like I don't know 34 to 14 or something crazy and I was like, "Okay, geez, that doesn't surprise me." So, yeah, I mean, so the with the 49ers, like the 49ers went up big really quick, but then the Lions came back. And it you're playing with a brand new quarterback, not a brand new quarterback, but a quarterback in a brand new system. Yeah. You know, he, he, there's going to be some growing pains and you could almost consider those growing pains, you know. Yeah. Right. He figured it out by like, you know, second quarter, the third quarter. Yeah. And they they mounted a comeback. It was uh, too late. Um yeah. But it's also gonna be a little bit on the uh, on the defense too. The defense gave a lot of points. Yeah, so. that's a good little nice little toe drag there by number eighty-seven. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's a good little good little drive to 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 start off here. Yeah, who knows? I don't know the Lions schedule this year. Like I haven't looked at it to know, hey, what are their what are their AFC matchups look like? Like who are they, you know, their NFC matchups outside of division, um, what they look like. But you know, I look at the stadium, it seems like there's quite a few blue jerseys I see. Hey, it is Lambo, but across Lambo. Let's look it up. Yeah. Yeah, but usually here with and even too with NFL, like I think there's a, I could do the the Sunday ticket or the game pass or whatever, but I just don't know even how many times I'm gonna be able to watch NFL games because usually it's like you know, most times I'm, on Mondays, I'm waking up trying to get ready for the work day, you know, not sitting down, you know, watching, watching games. But so I probably, I just don't feel like paying another $70 or a hundred dollars for some, some type of streaming package when I'm not even like, I'm not even be motivated to watch that many games. So the Lions this year, they play the AFC North and the, NFC West. Okay. So That's right, yeah, because they play at Cleveland this year. Yeah, they, yeah, they play Cleveland this year at Cleveland. Because I asked – yeah, now I remember because when the schedule came out, I told Cooper, I was like, oh, there's a game you guys can go to. And I guess they're taking <laughs> some trip to Florida or something. It said, so it's like, oh, cool, look at the one year that the Lions and the Packers play. Um You guys are, are – that's the one weekend you're going to Florida. Because I think that's the – that's the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm not sure. So uh, I didn't look at the date. But, yeah, it is. I uh, had a string of bad luck. The, the Giants play both Atlanta and the Panthers this year in New York or in New Jersey. Ooh. So, yeah. Uh, it doesn't look like I'm going to be able to make it to any games unless I randomly show up and go to one. Yeah. Well, that's what I uh, – well, that was like last year with the Lions and the – yeah, if it wasn't good last year, we totally went to that Lions-Panthers game. Yeah. Uh, then hopefully then hopefully the next time that the the Browns play in Charlotte – because the Browns will probably play in Charlotte before the Lions do again. So, I'll – It depends. Uh, it all depends on when they played when they played the team last and where they played yeah. last. Yep. So yeah, who knows, man? Who do you think right now your pick to win the World Series would be? <laughs> I'm biased. If it's not the Yankees. I want to say the Yankees. Yeah. Um it, like the team frustrates me because they gotta they gotta get hot at the right time. You know, they went on a 13 game winning streak earlier this year and a, a string where they went like 35 and 11 or something. And then they've just kind of fallen off since then. Um, uh, I think right now, uh, National League, I'd say the uh, the Giants are a pretty good bet, but it's gonna matter like. Really, between the Dodgers and Giants, it matters who gets the number one seed and who goes to the wild card. Yeah. Um, you know, and no matter what, they're probably going to end up playing each other 
in that divisional round, yep. which would be would be crazy. It'd be awesome because it's like mm-hmm. you know when the Yankees and Red Sox played each other in that divisional round a couple of years ago in 2018. Uh, I don't remember Yankees that. Got, Yankees got smoked by the Red Sox. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, between the two years we played the Astros in the in the playoffs. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah. Uh, for the American League, I think it's going to come down to Houston and Tampa. Um, as much as I hate to say it, you know, Tampa's a really good team somehow. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they find random guys out of the woodwork. But I, I think Houston's got the experience – you know, where they can go back to the World Series. And then, so if I'm going to, if I'm going to make a pick on who's going to be playing in the World Series, I say San Fran and Houston. Yeah. Um, um, and I'd love to see the Giants win if that's the option because I absolutely hate the Astros. I think of all the teams I named, I hate the Giants the least. Yeah. So here's my question the Dodgers end up getting the wild card, they get that one game playoff. Who do they pitch, Kershaw or uh, Scherzer? Uh, I think they would go with Scherzer just because he's been better down the stretch. Kershaw has been in and out on the IL and off. So I I think it would be Scherzer to start, and then they'd have Kershaw start game one of the divisional round. Gotcha. But that's a nice problem to have. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't get how Tampa, nice Bay's, how Tampa Bay's doing so well. They they're heartless with their their players. Um, it's all about numbers, and it's all about like you know the pitchers. Like you, you throw three innings as a relief pitcher, you're going down to the minor leagues. Like they just there's a constant rotation going between Durham and Tampa. Um, you know. It, it's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. You went to a couple of Bulls games, get... didn't you? What's that? You went to a couple of Bulls games this year before you left, didn't you? I did, yeah. I uh, started talking shit to some guy who happened to become like – who happened to be like the Braves' number two prospect or something. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He was standing on top of the wall in left field. Oh, geez. Um, yeah. I was really talking shit to him, more like just, you know – talking to him, having a conversation. Yeah. Whoever the guy for the – I think they were playing the jumbo shrimp in that game. Whoever the guy who left field for that was not talking back, but that left fielder was. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There was a game – I can't remember. There was one where we were talking smack um, to somebody. Actually, I think it was I think it was a game I went to – I went to with, uh, with Joe Mar and Brett Smith. Um, <laughs> we were talking smack. To the guy out there, I can't, I can't remember how in the world I ended up in a ball game with Joe Mar and Brett, a Durham, a Durham Bulls game with Joe Mar and Brett Smith. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's a bad crew. I don't, I don't remember. Well, I think it was also, I think, do you remember Charles? Yeah. Was, oh, yeah, I think he was there that night too. Gosh, oh, this is what it was because Brett Smith's family was in town visiting him. And so they oh. went to a Bulls game. He's like, you want to come out? Well, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll go out there. And then we ended up somehow going out afterwards. We ended up like in a bad part of Durham trying to get an Uber back to Holly Springs. Um, so that was a oh. nightmare. There's a good stop by the Lions. 
No, not really. I mean, it's only second down. Yeah. But, you know, the Lions drive so far looks better than the Packers drive. I'm probably going to end up eating those words because I usually do when it comes to talking shit about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Like last year when I said he was washed up and he went out and won the fucking MVP. Yeah, I remember that. That was one of your not so hot takes that you had. Because <laughs> that's what we that's it's, what we first we first started about. Remember we, we were just at Pickled Onion, we were talking about doing a podcast. So that was gonna be your first thing you came on and talked about. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is the most overrated player in the NFL. Yeah. Because on wins MVP. Damn, we started started recording a little too late for that. Yeah. Yeah, my mom, she sent me a text the other day doing their Ohio State game. She's like, what's the name of your podcast again? I was like, oh, geez, here we go. <laughs> but Yeah, yeah, Cooper was uh, going to listen to the last one we did together. Oh, geez, okay, yeah. <laughs> I told him, I was like, you better, like, set aside an afternoon for that. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I, was, I was a part of it, and then I went and let, back and listened to it, and I was like, this is way too long. Oh geez, yeah. But uh, but no, I can't. I had to do it during a long road trip. Yeah, no, that'll be a good time. Like, hopefully, at some point, we could do do uh, do them in person. It's you know within the future. Oh geez, second and twelve, and you give up a play that long. Damn it! Tight end screen. Yeah. You know, what team usually utilizes their tight ends really well is uh, Penn State. I don't know what the, the stats were for their two tight ends in their Auburn game, but they had a ton of yards. And they had a couple of touchdowns, too. Yeah. I only watched part of that game because, uh, you know, I don't really like – you know me, I don't like to stay up cooped up too long doing yeah. one thing. Yep. So I, I hit my limit. Because um, what we did was uh, me and my brother went out and we wa- went to a sports bar and we were just watching all the games. That we could see. Yeah. Uh, that's when I texted you about the uh, the Nebraska party of people. Yeah. How was that? <laughs> what was that like? <laughs> it was really funny. They just had like, they had the bar had two floors. They had the whole upstairs, but it was like a mezzanine floor. It wasn't like a, like a solid floor. So we could hear them cheering every time Nebraska did something. Yeah. Um, and it got to the point where they were cheering so loud that I was like, I'm going to go look at the score. And they were getting smoked by Oklahoma. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> they're just cheering. Yeah, they probably got a first down. Like, yes, yeah. this guy ran for five yards. Uh-huh. But, yeah, it, it was it was ridiculous. Uh, and they, they kept running up and down the stairs. So it was like the, some kind of like Nebraska alumni club of Savannah. Okay. So, yeah, I thought it was really weird that Nebraska had fans anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, I, I we took a detour there. So, you're watching the games that place, then where'd you go to afterwards? Uh, oh, so I went to uh, – went back to my brother's house, and we watched a little bit of uh, Florida, Alabama. Um, actually, most of Florida, Alabama, except Florida, Alabama was, for some reason, the sound on his TV wasn't working for that game specifically. Really? Hmm. So, yeah. So we were just, it was just a comedy of errors. So we were just listening to music, watching the game. Uh, and then by the time the Penn State game came on, it was in Spanish. Uh, <laughs> what? 
Yes. So we watched that in, that in Spanish, which we, we both got on. And, and he goes like, who's Spanish that's a fan of Penn State or Mississippi that can't understand the English broadcast also? Yeah. But whatever. I, I don't know. I'm not judging it in Spanish, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah. So we watched part of that game and then went out to the the bar and obviously stopped watching after that. Um, so. did, you, did you see that Packers fan with a huge sombrero in like the front row? Uh, no, I missed them. Oh, I did see Aaron Jones's touchdown run though. Yeah. Was uh was the Nebraska um, alumni alumni club as enthusiastic as the uh, Buckeye Triangle alumni club running around with flags and stuff? Well, and touchdown! I do see the guy with the sombrero now. Uh, <laughs> the no, it wasn't. But you know, there's no one in the state of Ohio that's actually from there. They all live other places. Um. So the you know the alumni club of Raleigh was extremely loud, but I don't know. I, I guess yeah, no, they weren't as loud as the, the Ohio State at uh, what was that bar? Well, there's Brookhouse. Uh, yeah, they weren't as they weren't as uh, passionate or loud as the Ohio State fans. Mm. Yeah, I miss that. a lot of random random bar teams. Yeah, uh, no. Ohio State and the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember telling because MC was like, "Oh yeah, that's a that's a Patriots backers bar, or whatever." Because she would go there. Yeah. To watch the to watch the Pats games. Yeah, I miss the Browns backers bar though. Which one was that? I don't know if you ever went with us. That was a uh, Tobacco Road. Oh no, I didn't go to that. Yeah. I don't really think I would go to a place that backed the Browns. Was that? Just yeah, I don't really root for teams that aren't my team. I'd go watch the game. Yeah. But if they were showing my game, also I'd be watching my game, not the Browns. Yeah, it's the only thing there is we went there because they have all the TVs in the back, and they'll have like maybe one or two that has a different NFL game on. So I could I told Frankie we always have to go like when it's not, you know, when the Browns and Ravens or Browns and Giants are playing at different times. Yeah. But who knows? I didn't see much of the Browns game yesterday. I guess Odell Beckham is like still hurt or something, or isn't playing for some reason. Yeah, he's uh he didn't he I don't think he's played at all. Um he I know he was scratched late for the first game. Like, it was a game-time decision. And, yeah, he didn't play last week either, or this week either. Yeah. So. Um, oh, they're showing the Sombrero guy again. Damn, he's all decked out. <laughs> oh shit! I'm watching it. the uh, I'm watching the Manning broadcast, so I got that different uh, focus. Okay. Yeah. When I saw the the Manning broadcast, they I guess with the cross division games this year in the SEC, 
Old Miss and Tennessee are going to play, so they want them to do the Manning broadcast for that. So are they going to do Monday Night Football every week? Uh, I'm not sure. So what I channel mean, is that on? Uh, ESPN2. Okay, gotcha. I wasn't sure if that was something like uh, with ESPN Plus that they had or, or what no. they broadcasted it on. Yeah, right on ESPN2. Um, I, I'd rather watch this one, though, because, like, I, I hate the Monday Night Football announcers. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've made that. I don't even know who's announcing for Monday Night Football this year. But I just they – don't, they don't have a good track record in my mind. Yeah. You know, going all the way back to John Gruden and um, Jason Witten, like, I just – I don't know. You like John Gruden and Jason Witten? Uh, well, John Gruden, they were at different times. Uh, Jason Witten, I didn't like. John Gruden, I found very annoying. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, man, Aaron Rodgers, coming here back after a bad week one, I'm going to stick it to the Lions, man. I, I think it's just part of it, just the way he looks. Like everything about <laughs> John Gruden annoys me. Uh, like, I know he's very smart and a good football mind. He's got that QB camp and all that stuff, but he just, I, there's something I can't get past his face. Yeah. And he needs to, like, not have hair that looks like he's a scarecrow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Scarecrow Gruden. Yeah. The lines are moving again. Yeah. Yeah, moving on right now. Might have ourselves a, a good old-fashioned uh, shootout here. You know, I just you saw that guy that's going to – that stands to make, like, thousands of dollars – off like a hundred dollar bet if the Lions win tonight. Yeah, I just saw a ticker at the bottom of the screen um, that says Andy Dalton is going to remain the Bears starter if he if, if healthy. I don't know what you what do you think about that? I don't. I, I know they won with Fields the other day, but I don't know if you saw any of that Bears game. If Fields looked like he's ready to take the reins. I didn't watch a lot of it. Um, Fields has still got a little growing up to do. Um, yeah. And it kind of it it shows. I mean, he's gonna be the he's gonna be the starter by the end of the season. Uh, you know, Andy Dalton's a, a placeholder, kind of yeah. like uh, Taylor for everyone. Yeah, um, and even too, you just mentioned that after that, it showed that they're got, they're not going to activate Deshaun Watson if Taylor's still hurt, because I guess Tyrod Taylor got hurt. This yeah, week. I think they wanted to stay away from Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with the criminal trial. I really haven't followed it. I'm not going to speculate on it. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's too messy to bring in Deshaun Watson, even if he can play. Yeah. Uh, he, it's, it's best if he just keeps his head down and doesn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, and I also don't think he's in football shape. He hasn't been at training camp. He hasn't been playing. Like, yeah, it wouldn't take him that long to get back into it. But, you know. They don't have they don't really have a good big play receiver for him to throw to. Their running game is kind of suspect. Like, you know, it, it I don't know if Deshaun Watson's even gonna be in, in play for next year as a possibility. Yeah. Oh, there's a big first down. Oh geez, get a first down on a false start. I uh you know, I remember last year. Well, you probably remember the game. We were talking about the Monday night crew when they had Herbie and Fowler did the yeah. Bears Giants game. 
And just mm-hmm. the comparison, they did those games back to back. Herbie and Fowler did the first game, then they had the regular crew to the second game. And how much better Herbie and Fowler were um, with that first game than the actual Monday night crew. Oh, yeah. I mean, because ESPN, they have to do one pro game a week. You know, but they do so many college games. So they're, yeah. they're obviously going to put their best talent to the college games. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Herbie and Fowler are their, their top guys. Yeah. Did you see the uh, that Drew Brees and Mike Tirico were calling the Purdue game and then turned right around and did Sunday Night Football? They weren't the, the primary announcers, obviously. It's still Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, but they were yeah. uh, the in-the-studio guys. No, I didn't. I didn't see. I didn't see that they were. I didn't. Uh, I didn't watch much of the. I didn't put on the Purdue Notre Dame game. Um, that was a day where I was because originally Purdue was kind of hanging in there, but no, I didn't know that those were the two guys. Uh, yeah. Which in a way makes sense because like, hey, that game gets over and they immediately get on a flight, and holy shit, first to twenty five. My goodness. I lost track. I saw there were a couple of penalties. I don't know what the heck happened. There we yeah. go. Get a little bit. At least it's first and 25 and not yeah. second and 25. Well, now it's second and 20, so that doesn't help. Um, I mean, that happens all the time. Even you look at, like, how many times with, like, Herbie, like, he'll go do college game day at Eugene, Oregon, and then get on a plane and fly to Clemson for the Saturday night game between Clemson and, and you know, Louisville or something yeah, I, I think it, it depends on who the who has the rights to the game day game, because yeah. I think they try to keep him on the game day game if he if he's available. Yeah. Um, like even this even this what time? Yeah, like this week game day is going to be at uh, at Chicago for Notre Dame and Wisconsin, but then yeah, that yeah. Game, that game's going to be a noon kickoff with uh with the Fox crew. I thought it was going to be big noon Saturday was going to be there. I think they're probably going to have both. Oh, really? Which I don't know. I would pull up the schedule. I don't know what other big games there are next year, but I think that might be about the only one. You know what they should do with uh, college game day every year? They should have them uh, – one of these weeks where there's, like, all cupcake games going on, have them go to, like, a smaller school. And really let them show out for one weekend. Yeah. But I think they, I think in the past they've they've done that a couple times. Um, like there was one year they went to James Madison. Um, mm-hmm. One year they went to Memphis. Uh, I mean they've gone to a couple of Mac schools as well. I think they went to Northern Illinois one year. Did they pull up the schedule? Week four. Uh, do, do, do. All right, so good. Yeah, Notre Dame, Wisconsin. Oh, uh, Texas A&M and Arkansas. That's going to be played at Jerry World. Seven versus 16. Yeah, Arkansas is finally three thirty. okay. Yeah, pretty much other than that. Now, here's a potential uh, – so the, the Saturday night game, it's going to be West Virginia at Oklahoma. 
West Virginia kind of got a big win against uh, um, Virginia Tech this past weekend. So maybe upset alert for Oklahoma. Um, and then uh, Battle of the Unbeatens in the big house, Rutgers versus Michigan. If they make it to them, <laughs> Rutgers still undefeated. But, well, but the like, Scarlet Knights are back. Yeah, well, they got Greg Schiano. Rutgers is back. It's the powerhouse yeah. again. For the first time since, like, 1922. Yeah. Well, they had the Ray Rice days. They almost made the BCS title game. Ray Rice from New Rochelle, New York. Yeah. He's a, he's a local legend around those parts. Rockland County. Yep. Oh, get up for Dave for hitting his wife, even though no one else would. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, Villanova plays at Penn State on Saturday. I, I didn't even know Villanova had a football team. Yeah, I didn't either. Damn. I thought they just had basketball. Like Gonzaga, like one of those schools. Damn. So, what are you? What are you supposed to go to Texas? Uh, March. Okay. Any, and then I, I just could, I remembered any, any word on your uh, potential relocation? No, no, yet. I'm going to kind of keep it under wraps until it, it becomes a thing. Yeah. Are they um, saying that was a fumble? Whoa. I think so. Uh, either way, it's a sloppy looking play from Jared Goff. Yeah, uh, he kind of he kind of rolls the wrong way. Like he should have gone right, or just thrown the ball away when he turned. Yeah, I think they're gonna look at it and say it's gonna be an incomplete pass. Yeah, Either way, it doesn't matter. It, it's a difference of you know twenty yards. Yeah. I mean, oh, no, they did call it incomplete because it's fourth and nine. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they kind of screwed themselves there. They're moving the ball. I mean, as you can see, even though they they weren't first and 25 to fourth and nine, like if they hadn't have all those penalties, they would have, you know, gotten a first down conceivably. Keep drawing rolling. never say that for sure, but. Yeah. Yeah, so I just got a text from my mom. Um, she, uh, our moose, our older dog, we've had since mm-hmm. like, oh, 2010. Um, he got like attacked by another dog last night on a walk. A, a neighbor's dog, like at two streets over, like broke really? through the broke through the invisible fence and like came and like bit his leg, like a huge gash. So she just sent me a what picture. Hell? Take him to the vet today. Um, I guess they weren't able to put stitches in the cut, so it's just gonna have to heal naturally. Damn. Yeah. Well, I hope your dog has a speedy recovery. Yeah. Little moosey. Did you see that Snapchat of me playing with a dog this weekend? Uh, I don't know. What did you? I don't remember. No, sorry. It was probably early in the morning here. Uh, this is big old dog that uh, this girl that came over my brother's house brought. Okay. 
Your brother's still doing all right in Savannah? Oh, yeah. Jeez, that was yeah. start. I like that shirt Dan Campbell's wearing, though. Dan Campbell looks like he could still be playing in the NFL. Yeah. So we got, what, a false start to fourth? And He's probably younger than Tom Brady. Although he was a – he played a position that Tom Brady doesn't play. Yeah. I can't remember where Dan Campbell went to college at. I want to say Boston College, but there's a booming like- punt. Come on, good coverage. Yeah. Good job. Good job. What do you, uh, I saw yesterday, I'm assuming you're not a fan. Uh, Seems like they're cracking down way too hard on the uh, taunting penalties this year. All right, I'm going to rant a little bit. Here we go. Yep. Let's let's go. And this this rule came about from my team's owner, uh, Mr. John Mara. decided along with some other people in the competition committee, I guess that, you know, they don't like seeing guys taunting. Uh, and I think it's a terrible rule. I don't, I don't think there was anything wrong with what anyone's doing and the way they were calling it. Like the rest basically lets you along as long as you didn't get anyone's face with it or do anything stupid on logos and other stuff like that. Um, and I, I I think a lot of people would agree that there was nothing nothing really wrong with the way they were calling the game. Maybe some old school football fans who tend to be more conservative and don't like dancing and stuff like that anyway. Yeah. Um, but I, I think the the refs are picking and choosing when they're calling it too. Like, you know, some people are saying they're seeing it all the time. Like I haven't really seen it a lot. Uh, I think it's a stupid rule though. And I don't think I don't think it needs to be any different than what it was or what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even even baseball like lets that stuff go. Like you know, when guys like stare each other down or do bat flips and stuff like that, and you know, baseball is already way more conservative. Um, but you know, I I like it. You know, get up and celebrate a fucking good play. You know what? You like you earned it. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a twenty five yard rush. You get up and you toss the ball up in the air and like point or something. Like I got no problem with that. Yeah, you know, as long as you're not doing it in some guy's face, uh, you know, the, there's no issue. No, I, I I agree completely. Like, yeah, like I saw the one play yesterday. The I think it was a Seahawks guy, like, got a tackle for a loss and got up and looked at the dude. He's like, "Oh, let's go," and kind of flexed a little bit, but like didn't flex over him. He just like kind of rolled off, and as he was walking back to the huddle kind of looked at him and said something and yep that was they threw a flag yeah some of them are stupid like i i think that all the defenders running to the end zone to go take a picture with the little end zone camera i think that's dumb but i i don't really have a problem with it mm-hmm. manning broadcast has gronk on right now oh geez okay is gronk still playing yeah, he had a big week yesterday, or big game yesterday. Um, Uh-oh. I pulled, I pulled oh. his stat line. Rob Gronkowski, four receptions for 39 yards and two touchdowns yesterday. Mm. Wow. Uh, he, he, like, he legitimately looked like 2016 Gronk. Like, you know, 
Tom Brady somehow got him included in his deal with the devil where Gronk's aging in reverse now also. Um, you know, so he he looked like vintage Rob Gronkowski. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You think which the- he didn't look like last year, you know, not really until the playoffs. Like maybe he needs to get back in football shape, but, you know, he, he looked better than he did last year in the first two games at least. Mm-hmm. Um, who do you think? I, I think he has like three touchdowns on the year. Who do you think is is Tampa Bay the favorite in the NFC? Yeah. Um. The, every game they play is kind of must see TV, and they're just firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Um, I think right now it's them again and everyone else. So the defense is not playing as well as everyone thought they would. Um, but their offense is more than enough making up for it. Yeah. Uh, and they're really not even doing with a run game. Like, you know, Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones really haven't been playing that much. Oh, yep. There we go. Yes, sir. Big stop. It's not they're not playing that much. They're just not having the season they did last year. Yeah. It's a good stop for the Lions there. Ziva so do like, so I wonder in terms of, so it looks like the taunting penalty because, like, I got nervous here for a second because the dude that got the sack, like, yeah, flexing. it flexed. But maybe it's because he wasn't looking directly at a player that he's able. Yeah, to maybe. I'd be interesting to see to look up and see what the interpretation of the actual rule is. That's the other thing. I think it depends on the the crew. Yeah. I'm going to tell you one thing. Another thing too, in some of the college games I've seen this year. The 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 targeting penalty just consistently gets worse and worse um, in terms of the consistency. Um, you got to look up. I'll have to go and find it. The there was a play in the Penn State Auburn game where the dude was dude led with his shoulder like the oh, guy. I know what you're talking about. Oh my goodness, that was awful. Yeah, that was that was a. They did end up calling that targeting, right? They did, yeah. Yeah, and I think it was all a reaction because the the guy got hurt. And it was a bad injury, but yeah. it it wasn't a bad hit. Like you know, and I it, it wasn't. Now correct me if I'm wrong. Was it a D back on a like a tight end? Uh, I think it was a D back going against a running back. Okay, so you know, somewhat like a D back, you got to try and hit a guy as hard as you can, you know, to to get him down. It's not super easy to bring him down no matter what. And I, I, I think it was a bad call. Um, he led with his shoulder, like hit him in the, the back, not even in the head. Uh, and it was just the way that the, the guy hit the ground. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that he didn't get up was why they called it targeting. I, I thought it was a bad call. Yeah. Uh, and, but I also don't think it should be an automatic ejection. Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird. That's the one, like – big difference between the NFL and the college games is the fact that they have this targeting penalty that hangs over you that like you can get kicked out of the game for but the NFL is, I don't think they have it and if they do they don't call it yeah I uh well even so I think they're making progress to the rule because it used to be like when you were you were ejected and you had to go to the locker room now you're able to stay on the sideline so hopefully common sense can continue to prevail and there's a it's like I've heard Joel Klatt talk about it on the Fox broadcast that there's like a targeting 
um, one and a targeting two. Like the NBA is yeah. flagrant one and flagrant two. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and I, they review it also before they determine if the guy's getting kicked out of the game or not. Yeah. Uh, whether it's quote unquote egregious or not. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's a lot. Of, sometimes it's incidental. Like, you know, dudes hit each other in the head. It happens. Yeah. You know, sometimes you can't control it. Like, you know, I remember being, you know, not that I have great amounts of football experience, but I remember like taking a punt. And next thing I know, I got a shoulder in my face mask. And I'm just like, yeah, it's like whatever. Like, it was probably really dangerous for me, but you know, I'm still here to talk about it. So it's mm-hmm. no biggie. Let's right, see if the Lions get something cooking here. Drive number three. Yeah, I guess that number 30 guy, I'd never heard of him, but I guess he was, uh, he was like, going, saw a video going around on Twitter because he was like saying, he was like, yeah, you know, nobody wanted me, but, you know, here I am because they picked him up on waivers or something. Uh, so he, he was a Packer last year. Um, and I, I think they just either didn't pick up his contract or released him. Goff's got all sorts of time. T Swift, I'm at the bar. Unacceptable. I can't watch my own team while I'm at a bar. Yeah. <laughs> can't do it. Let's see, set a picture. Oh, he's with uh he's with Kyle. Oh, <laughs> Kyle's a Packers fan. Is he really? Yeah. That's random. Oh, and he's uh, looks like he's with Chad too. I don't know where they're Hopper, at. Neither one of them are in this group chat. Little chatty boy. I mean, the line, lines don't look that bad. No, you know, from from what I've seen, you know, they don't have any players. Like I don't know who their receivers are <laughs> yeah i'm seeing some of these names i haven't looked much in the nfl yeah i know tj hawkinson but that's about it yeah and jamal williams who's the running back oh get rid of it okay not a bad looking play oh they got a maybe a face mask there right in front of yeah them. it was a it was a face mask Damn, shit, mom. Which is kind of bullshit because Goff just kind of like dove into the guy's hand. But yeah. Now, does, right, NFL do guess... the, does NFL do the five yard and the 15 yard face mask? No, it's just 15. Okay. Or is it? Or does, does college even, is it college that does that where if you just kind of graze it with your hand, it's only a five yard? I'm not sure. I, I don't think so. I think the NFL used to have the incidental, and then yeah. they got rid of it. That that was kind of more blatant than, yeah. Goff's looking at his ear hole. Yeah. Oh, the drive. It's kind of an interesting uh, lineup they just oh. ran. DeAndre Swift lineup is the fullback. Yeah. Well, I guess Swift had I don't a thought that or something. What's that? Uh, Swift had like a groin injury or something. They weren't even sure if he was going to play today. 
And then I saw it too. I didn't even know this. Mark Brunel was the quarterback's coach, the old Jags quarterback. He was the uh, he was the Jets backup during the Sanchez era. <laughs> the Sanchez era. Yeah. He, uh, he he was like I think the reason he became a quarterback's coach is because that's kind of what he did there. Like he was like just the season backup in his last couple of years. Um, Little lefty quarterback. Yeah. I just remember when I first started collecting sports cards, I would get NFL cards like Mark mm-hmm. Brunel was the quarterback. I have a Mark Brunel card, a Jeff Garcia with the 49ers card. Jeff Garcia. You know, Vinny Testaverde with the Jets. <laughs> I, I don't even know who played for the Giants back then. Uh, it depends what year you're talking about. Yeah. Because uh, it was um, – Kurt Warner was there after he left the Rams. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember who was before him. Yeah, if you offer me Henry 200 Collins. bucks right now to name who was the quarterback for Eli Manning, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Wait, what? If you offer me like two hundred bucks right now to be like, hey, who was the Giants' quarterback before Eli Manning showed up? I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to tell you. It was, it was Kurt Warner. Was it really? Okay. Yes. Um, it, they actually they talked about it last week, uh, where Eli, one of his first games, he went against the Ravens and he came out with a zero point zero QBR, Ooh. which is really hard to do. <laughs> uh, and they blamed it all on Ray Lewis. <laughs> um, Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. He said he, Eli would say he was too scared of him. Nice. Um, I always forget that Eli got drafted by the Chargers, but then threw a fit, went to the Giants instead. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think he just didn't want to play Peyton, you know, twice every year. Yeah. No, they, or not twice every year. They would have been in the same conference. I think Eli didn't want that. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Hawkinson. Yes, sir. That's a grab right there. Wow. Yeah. You know, that that fade route reminds me of uh, the, the Auburn fourth down play. Did you see that? When they had the fourth down, yeah. the fade route, the dude fell down. Mm-hmm. Between that, those two plays, and the, the Florida, their, their two-point conversion play call, man. Let's see. Does he have it? I'd say so. That looks like a catch. All right. He's he's quietly getting a lot better. Yeah. Last year, like, I wasn't really sure. And then he had that catch where they came back against – who did they come back against last year? It was like the Broncos. Through the Lions? Yeah, they were down late and they came back and won. And Hawkinson oh, got the the, I think we're actually together. It was the the uh, the Falcons. Yes, it was the Falcons. Who, by the way, are awful. I don't I don't know what the thought process going on there is, but their offense is anemic. They have no defense, you know, which is crazy because Dan Quinn was a defensive guy. He's not the coach there anymore, but you know. 
you almost got to ask like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, Who's Matt Ryan's still an NFL quarterback. Arthur Blank. I thought that was the owner. Arthur something. Yeah. Arthur Smith. Yeah, I don't remember. Arthur Smith. Okay. Which it's also kind of a crime to have two people named Arthur in the same organization. Like it's not that that common of a name. Yeah, way too way too confusing for my liking. Exactly. I think it was favoritism why he was hired. They wouldn't have hired Arthur Smith if the owner's name wasn't Arthur Blank. Yeah. Bunch of bullshit. <laughs> yeah. You know what's the worst? Because I've been watching two sports a lot, watching two games a lot. When you get both on commercial at the same time. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Absolute worst. You know, I started looking the other day for whenever I get get back, looking up ways the best I Googled, I was like, best way to do multiple TV setup in a living room. Like, because I figured out like different like uh, combinations. Because I don't know, depending on like wherever apartment or townhome or house, whatever I get, whatever I leave here, um, trying to figure out, do I want to do a three TV setup? Do I want to do a four TV setup? Because um, I remember there'd be time. Well, maybe think of that. We, we had three TVs on and they were all commercial at the same time. That's what made me think of that. <laughs> I think they line it up. They yeah. start all the games at the same time. You know, the quarters are going to end at the same time. Inevitably, there's going to be some some point of time where there's no games on. Yeah. That's what I do over here. And I'm sitting, uh, drinking coffee and watching college games. He's COVID. Bless you. Oh man. COVID. Coco Riles. Yeah. Uh Oh Oh, shit. Ma. Damn. (laughs) Kicker just got hurtled. Did you see the kicker? Did you see the USC kicker got ejected for tar- for targeting their game last week? No. Yeah, dude, the USC kicker. What, what was he down, targeting? Yeah, ran down the field just with no fear and, and got ejected for a targeting call on the tackle. I can't imagine how pissed I would be as the coach yeah. if my kicker got ejected for targeting. Because then they're probably bringing in the punter to do kicking. Yeah. Or just going for two. Yeah, I'm assuming the backup, the punter is probably their primary backup field goal kicker. I've noticed missed extra points this week cost teams game, cost Nebraska, and it uh, cost Florida. I guess we don't know with Florida. I mean, they they would had they made their extra points, the game would have gone to overtime. So who knows? But I mean, it cost them overtime where you at least have a shot. Yeah. Although college tends to have the best team win in overtime as opposed to the NFL where it can be like a freak thing. Yeah. Well, I'm glad NFL used to be first team that scored. I'm glad now that it's like, hey, if you get the ball, you got to score a touchdown to win. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, 95 and 85 going out a little bit. 
<laughs> See, I, you know, coming into this weekend, I really thought this was going to be like the Aaron Rodgers revenge tour. And so far it's not. Yeah. I think that's what people, that's my biggest fear was coming in here is that the, it was going to be very similar like the, the first quarter of the Alabama-Florida game where just, you know, Alabama was on a roll. It was like, oh, the game's already over. That's what I was worried about with this. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's just turning around handing it off. Tackle. Sorry, was that? Good, I guess, if you have Aaron Jones in fantasy football, but it's not really good for anyone else on anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, the way the Lions are playing and with the two really deep safeties looks like they're trying to take away Devontae Adams yeah. you know, if you look they got their their safeties are like 15 yards back yeah it's definitely like hey keep it everything in front of them. yeah right? I mean Rodgers is going to turn around and hand it off or do little dinky plays like that where he's throwing a ball behind him on a scrimmage. Maybe it's the point where they're just trying to contain him where it's like, hey, we're going to – there's a chance they're going to get down into the, the red zone if they can hold up the field goals. Maybe that's their game plan. I don't know. I mean, it's it's not a bad thought. Um, maybe they're probably – like, you know, when they get close to the red zone, they're probably going you know, to – Pack the uh, pack the end zone with defenders and just take away all the windows. But I mean, you're going against one of the best passers ever. You know, you can't contain him for a whole game like that. Oh, oh 34. Come on. I don't even know who that guy is. Uh, Alex Anzalone, I think. Yeah, these having having Akuda not out there anymore. That was a big, that was a big miss. But yeah, I mean, like Aaron Rodgers is going to keep running this West Coast style thing until they stop him, basically. You what's know. the uh, what's the score of the Yanks game? Uh it's four to three. Yankees are up, but. It's the uh, Texas Rangers. Like, they should be killing them. But that's been the story of this last month. They're losing the teams they're supposed to beat. They pull off the stadium. Yankees Yankees and Giants both tried to, you know, give me a brain aneurysm on last Thursday. (laughs) Yeah, that giant. What the heck? Did you go to bed? Yeah, I went to bed right before the uh, the interception by James Bradbury. Damn. Um, and it, you know, the, with that game, like the way it happened, because I went back and watched the highlights later and watched basically at the end of the game. Uh, with that, like they had the pick, and the Giants offense did nothing. Uh, and it's almost like I don't put it on like the. The play calling, but I do. It's almost like they're like, okay, we can settle for three right now. And, you know, they went three and out after an interception, basically in the red zone. Like they were outside, but, uh-huh. you know, and I was listening to uh, uh, New York Sports Radio, 
and, and they were saying, like, you know, it's true. Graham Gano, like, he's automatic, basically. Like, you know, he's a good kicker. So they're cool with oh. you know, letting him kick. I thought and, he almost did a fumble out of the end zone there. Yeah. He got lucky they called him down. Yeah, I didn't see the uh... – I mean, I was just – because that was, you know, during the uh, Friday morning, I was just following it, you know, on Twitter at work. And I didn't see the, I didn't see the interception you were talking about. I just saw yeah. the offsides. So, the, the whole the, – the defense hasn't really shown up. Um, it's crazy because, you know, Daniel Jones gets all this grief, uh, and sometimes rightfully so. Like, he's had a lot of interceptions, but – and a lot of fumbles, actually, more than that. But uh, he he played pretty well. He, he always plays well against Washington, but he played pretty well. And I actually talked with Coop about this because he asked me, like, what do you think is going to happen? I was like, listen, he plays well against Washington. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it wasn't – he didn't blow the game. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. there was a lot of other little things that went on that blew the game, but he didn't blow it. Um. Yeah, you know, I could just hope for a better outcome next week. What do you but think yeah, of that? The Giants have the worst record in the NFL since the boat trip in 2016. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. You no, know, it's it's getting crazy. And you know, the Ben McAdoo looked like, you know, the a great play caller, you know, before that happened. And then, you know, the next year he benched Eli and favor of Geno Smith and got fired and you know it, it had to happen because that was the most ridiculous thing ever mm-hmm. um but it, just something's been off about this team since that game or that day you know even with Saquon Barkley even with you know Sterling Shepard being well he was there at the time you know Kenny Galladay on the team now like Sterling Shepard's playing like their best receiver but they just I, I don't know what the what they're they, they just seem like they can't get out of their own way to win. Uh-huh. What'd you think of the you see Gall, Galladay and I wouldn't say it was necessarily an argument. It was it seemed very one sided from the video I saw, but Galladay like giving shit to Jones on the sideline. So so they that was the angle. Um because the angle they showed on the broadcast didn't show the uh who Galladay was actually yelling at. Jason Garrett was right next to Daniel Jones. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, everyone, it seems pretty apparent from all the people, all the, you know, Twitter masterminds, I guess, you know, if you trust them or not, that, you know, there's no really, there's really no reason for Galladay to be yelling at Jones. Like, yelling at Jason Garrett, yeah. Um, but so that, that's what they think and uh, different angles they say like people say like yeah it looks more apparent that he was yelling at um jason garrett like daniel jones actually has no react no expression on his face uh to make it look like galladay's yelling at him but whatever yeah hopefully they can go out and meet the falcons next week and move on from there is that that's in uh you said it's in New York. Yeah, it's in New York. Yeah, because I knew that was uh, last year too. The because I so with COVID last year the the Lions played in Charlotte and they played in Atlanta, which is not it's not a bad drive from Raleigh. 
Uh, oh, damn. Lions got lucky on that pass. Yeah, that was a bad throw. Atlanta's new Roger safety. knows it, too. Probably ended up going there whenever Ohio State has a bowl game. Oh, yep. That guy was wide open. Got lucky. That reminds yeah, that me. That was just a bad throw. That was almost similar to uh, back in 20, what was it, 2018? Ohio State played at Maryland. Game window overtime. Maryland scored the touchdown, went for two to win it, and had a play just like that. Uh, a throw, like, dude was wide open, and the quarterback just completely missed him. Yeah. But. Classic little arrow route. Aaron Rodgers looks like he's trying to rock a pirate look. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Well, let's see. Why do you need to get the ball back? What do you think here? You play conservative or you try to go for a score? No, you go for it because the Packers getting the ball back in the second That's half. That's right, yeah. Um, so you got a minute 52. You got three timeouts. You're going for it. Uh, it. It's very much in the realm of possibility you can score again, especially if they play like they did on their first for their third drive. Um, you know, it, if it's me, I'm running, you know, corners and outs to the sideline and, you know, trying to hit guys and having to go right out of bounds. Uh, and then keeping those three timeouts in your back pocket, maybe – do a run or two to like throw them off. Yeah. No, I, I guess it also depends on if the, I mean, I know he's probably not 100%, but how close to 100% DeAndre Swift is. No, I don't, I've seen him out there for a couple of plays, but I don't know how many exactly. I saw the commercial for the new iPhone 13 that is basically the exact same as the 12. Um, Another, I, I'm wondering though, like, so it was funny because the other, the day that they had that announcement, my phone like wouldn't connect to Wi Fi for some reason. Like, I was at the gym and it wouldn't connect. So I was like, oh, here we go. It's the classic Apple inputting Apple the trying, to, trying to make you buy the next thing. Yeah. I was, I'm trying to figure out why they have a, a phone that has like a thousand terabytes or whatever. Like, who needs that much storage? Yeah. I, I remember when, when phones like an iPods used to only have like like getting having like 16 gigs like that was a lot, and I think now yeah. they make them like even mine I think is like 128 or something like. It's ridiculous. Now they're back to having flip phones again. Like, yeah, it's getting crazy. Well, I wonder too. Like, I wonder if Apple is like because I think that Samsung that has that flip phone that came out. So I wonder if Apple. Of course, Samsung's probably got some type of copyright on there, but Apple create some type of flip device. Yeah, Apple will do it. it. Honestly, like it happens a lot. But they just copy each other. You know. Samsung came out with the waterproof phone first. Now Apple does it. They came out with the flip phone first. Apple does it. Apple came out with three cameras on the back. Now Samsung does it. Like it's just. It's stupid. It's all money grab. Yeah. I don't know now. We're the suckers for spending $1,200 on a phone. Yeah.
Yeah, I don't know now, like with phones, like what's the next like big like technological jump that film companies can make? Like, you know, it'd be sweet if they had like something where it was like something that could pop up to where you could like your phone was like a projector. So whatever you're streaming, yeah. on your phone, like having something like that, I don't know how. But there probably has to be a way to like angle it onto the wall. Yeah. Oh, like they could, oh I, I think they could. <sighs> thought he was going to break free. Sorry. I feel like they could do it from the camera um, where you just kind of like you lean it up against the wall and it projects whatever's on whatever you're watching through the camera. Onto the okay. Wall. Yeah. I don't know. I, I probably it's hard to do. Yeah. Because I'm almost thinking like you have. I almost wonder if it was something where it, maybe it's like an external like accessory you have to put on or like it's part of a case. Actually, no. So like, like this, if you're looking like this portion up top here, make a little bit yeah. thick. And so then like when you lay your phone down, like the, the lens that projects like pops up and so your mm -hmm. phone's sitting and then from there it can go onto a screen. Yep. Here's the run by DeAndre Swift that I was talking about. Here we go. It looks okay. Yeah, it's it's probably honestly that they kept him uh, minimal work this week, pumped him up on a bunch of painkillers, and said, "Go out and have that." <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, even a, even a field man, they're already past midfield. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and still with more than a minute on the clock. Green Bay's got all their timeouts. So the Lions. Because they probably don't want to give the ball back to Rodgers either. Yeah, but now I think now like because they're they're getting up making a huddle. I think now you you're calling two plays in the huddle. Um, and if you don't get out of bounds, you're running those two plays. So get right back on the ball and then call a timeout after that. Here we go. He's got all kinds of time. Yep. Yes, sir. There we go. Yeah, I call it. Yeah. The clock should so, stop. Yeah. Yeah. They well, they just called a timeout. Oh, okay. Um, they they kind of had to like that with how long that play took. They kind of had to call a timeout after yeah. Hawkinson went down. Swift just came out. Yeah, I'll probably run now this up to halftime, and then I'm going to go get some breakfast and probably call it, wrap it up on here. No, I'm Gucci. I feel like no, we got a lot of interesting things to talk about. No, I'm glad you can come on. That's what – even, too, like coming on here and doing this, like it kind of helps because I, I think we're in similar boats where like we're in these, this transition point where we're just not, you know – you know, different, different, different points where we just don't have the same, you know, friends and, and whatnot to it. And that's what helps me as well as I know that it's like, even over here, like, um, you know, it's not going to be like that forever. So it's just like, Hey, how do you mitigate those feelings of, you know, loneliness and whatnot yeah. while you're gone? I didn't tell you, I went over to, uh, to Joe Mars house on Friday night. Yeah. And, uh, me and one of his friends smoked him and his roommates in spike ball. Oh, nice. Over and over and over again. We went like 7-0. and oh. Hell yeah. 
good old Joe Maria. He actually called me. He FaceTimed me one day. He was out and about. Um, I don't think he was with you. I don't remember. But it was like a it was like a weekday or something. Maybe you guys. Maybe he didn't have class the next day. No, they go out like every Thursday night. Yeah. Thursday night. Like. But it was funny. I was over talking to our doc, and my phone. I didn't have the the ringer on. I didn't have my my watch was dead. So the guy that I we just got two new NCOs in the surgeon cell two weeks ago. And Sart Hill comes out. And he's like, hey, you got a, a video, Instagram video from Joseph James Martin. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> he, he heard my phone vibrating on the desk. Nice. Yeah, I think after this, I'll throw on the, the uh, I'll probably watch the Peyton and Eli cast. Yeah, Lewis Riddick, Brian Greasy, and Steve uh, Levy. Your three guys this year. Brian Grease used to play at Michigan. Lewis Riddick, Brian Greasy, and Steve Levy. I almost feel like they should just put, like, Randy Moss on the broadcast and see how he does. Yeah. I mean, they, Fox has a key to leave doing it, which is the worst idea ever. Yeah. Because uh, I just don't really like a keep to leave, but – yeah, put some personality on there. Ah, oh, that wasn't the play they needed. Okay, I got another timeout. Maybe a loss of a half foot on that last play. Yeah, they still have – so they, they still have time probably for two good plays. They got to – I mean, I don't – I didn't really get to see what the, the coverage was like on that because they just focus on the ball. But I imagine the uh, the Packers are putting either eight in coverage or seven in coverage, you know, rushing four or three. They're not – they're just trying to, like, prevent the Lions from scoring. So that's why they're doing underneath passes. Yeah. Yeah, still with another timeout here. You probably got – I don't know here, so do a pass. And then if it's incomplete, maybe do a running play and then call a timeout. Yeah, they can do that. Um, yeah. They're, it's weird. They're manned up on top. And it looks like Ooh, they're like all right. Yeah. I'd say, yeah, just go for another pass play here. I Maybe – I'm not sure. Go for the end zone, but if it's not there, throw yeah. what I need. They got to have a, a running back in a check down spot. Dang, St. Brown, the good Lord gave you two hands. It'd be a shame if you used them. Is he wearing a white jersey or a green jersey? Say, get out of here. <laughs> they don't. Oh, 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 no, man. Oh, if you would have reeled that in. Holy crap. That would have been insane. Uh, 
Oh, yeah. It, just, it, it begs the question, though. I mean, I guess he couldn't get his arm up. But, you know, why? I don't know. To me, you, you got to fight to get that second arm up. You can't be going up one-handed for that. Yeah, now they're going to kick. Oh, nice to kick. I, mean, I guess – Green Bay is going to call their timeouts now. They can only call one. What I just—I mean, I guess they're just trying to use them. But why do you? Why do you with, save your timeouts? They should have honestly called the timeouts when Detroit was letting the clock run. Um, like after the running plays and stuff, they should have been calling the timeouts then. Not yeah. like now, like you don't really ice someone at the end of the first half. I guess you can, but you know, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to get back on the field, and at the very worst, if you're Green Bay, you're going to be down by three. Mm-hmm. So, so now he's going to have another chance, and he's probably going to nail it, even though he just missed. Uh, looks good. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Cool. All right, I got to pee really bad, so I'm going to wrap it up. Oh, there's only three seconds. All right, that's a good way to close it out. You got to pee really bad. No, cool. Well, no, hopefully we can do this again sometime soon. So, when do you start class tomorrow? Uh, No, Thursday. Gotcha. Really random day to start class.